Welcome to Senior Connect, a podcast by Okra. In this episode of Feed Your Brain, host Andrea Barato talks with Jean Makesh, CEO of The Lantern Group, to discuss the importance of rituals, and how knowing a loved one's or client's rituals can help caregivers be more accommodating. Hello, and welcome to Feed Your Brain. I am your host, Andrea Parado. As caregivers, how much do we know about our family member, patients, and clients? Do we know all their rituals? How much insight do we have into their daily routines? I am joined today by Jean Makesh, CEO of The Lantern Group. Hi, Jean. How are you today? Hi, Andrea. I'm very good. How about you? I'm good. I think we are going to discuss a little bit about rituals today. And I was wondering why is a complete understanding of an individual's rituals vital to, in developing and establishing an effective care and treatment plan? Uh, thank you. Thank you for the, for the question. Um, see, we as humans, we all have a ritual. You know, we all have a routine. And yes. I, I call it a ritual, yeah, a, a routine that we follow every single day. Every, every day. single day. Every single day. Um, you know, when you get up in the morning, the way you roll out of bed or the way you wake up, you follow a certain pattern. Yes. In, uh, right after you get up, get out of bed, then you do the next thing. It can be you walking to the bathroom, going to the kitchen, whatever it may be, walking to your closet, whatever it may be. So you and I, we every one of us have a routine. I call it ritual. And it is important for us to actually go through that ritual every single day. If there's a breakdown in that sequence of things that we do on a daily basis, it actually frustrates us. It does, you know, even without us knowing. Um, If there's a simple distraction, you know, it frustrates you. It frustrates, uh, frustrates me, I shouldn't say you, frustrates me. Oh, it frustrates me. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, so we have a, a, a certain way of doing things. It's very important for us to understand that. Now, number one, we have to understand what our rituals are. So one of the things I would ask our caregivers is to, you know, ask yourself what your ritual is and what would happen to you, how you would feel if someone you know, puts a crack on that ritual, breaks that ritual, uh, you, and, and how you would respond and how you would react. So now let's look at our seniors, our elderly that have Alzheimer's disease. They also have a ritual. They also have a routine that they've been doing since, I don't know, 10 years of age, 20 years of age. They've been doing it for 50, 60 years. 50, 60 years. And... Uh, for us to have a certain type of certain desired outcome, we have to go through those uh, rituals. Um, and uh, it's, you know, a, a friend of mine, um, I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, she was telling me the other day that uh, before she goes to bed, uh, she would, uh, you know, take her makeup uh, off, take it down, and then she would lotion up. She would apply a certain type of lotion uh, before going to bed. And that really helps her to sleep. Um, one night she was late from work and she was exhausted. She was tired. And uh, 
she went directly to bed. She wanted she, she she was so exhausted. She just wanted to go to bed, and she was telling me that she was having a difficult time going to sleep, even though she was exhausted, even though she was tired, she was unable to sleep. She had to get up and go through her routine, go do the ritual that she does every single night. And and after she did what she does every single night, that really helped her to go to bed. Huh. Boom, right away. So I, I think uh, there's a reason why we follow the ritual because I think there is an outcome that we accomplish. There's always an outcome uh, at the end of the, the sequence of events that we go through. Now let's, uh, let's look at our, our seniors. You know, they have rituals. Mm -hmm. they, they follow a pattern. So do we know their ritual? Before the, they go to bed, what is that they did? Before they, what did they do to prepare themselves to go to bed? Do we know that? Good question. <laughs> do we know what they did after they wake up in the morning? See, uh, in, our, in our communities, in a, a nursing home or a, a care facility or, or an assisted living, independent living, what we do is, from, when, as caregivers, we try to be as efficient as possible, as helpful as possible, as effective as possible. And I think sometimes we impose our routine and we try to impose, influence their life the way the way they should live based on the routine that we like to follow. I, again, we're trying to do that for, for, a, for a good reason, you know, for the benefit of the larger good in the community. So let's say that if, if I was you, let's say that you're a caregiver and you are caring for me mm -hmm. and I'm in your community and uh, the way I woke up was I always rolled to my right. I never rolled to my left. To me, rolling to the left is not a good thing. You know, I always roll to my right. That's my dominant side. I roll to my right. I get up, get up. And one of the things I do is the right away, the first thing I do is I pray. And then I read a, a small passage for the Bible. Then I would walk up to the bathroom. So that's my routine. Now, let's assume that I have Alzheimer's disease and I'm your client. I'm your patient and you as a provider, uh, as a caregiver, if you don't know, didn't know the routine and you've got half hour to get me ready or maybe an hour to get me ready and get me to breakfast. Okay. Okay. So you come into my room and uh, you say, Mr. Makesh, hi, good morning. Time to wake up, time to wake up. And if you try to roll me on the left side of the bed, that is not going to go well that morning. Okay. But see, that's again a muscle memory. Things that I've did for 30, 40, 50 years, that is part of a muscle memory. So when you force me to wake me up or roll me on the left side of the bed, I'm going to be a little grumpy. I'm not going to cooperate. It gives new meaning to getting up on the right side of the bed. Exactly. Then, then let's say that you know, you're trying to help me and you say, uh, Gene, it's time to you know, brush your teeth. And then you walk me to the bathroom. See, the thing is, I always prayed. I always read a passage from the Bible. And then I would walk to the bathroom. But... If you, when you take that portion of the routine away from me, not knowing what I did early in the morning, then I'm not going to cooperate. So when I don't cooperate, now I can be seen as someone who is uncooperative, who, is, who could be aggressive and easily agitated. Okay. Let's say that you are, you're able to get me to the bathroom. Now you should know how I apply my toothpaste on my toothbrush. 
Now, see, the way I do is, first of all, I floss. Then I clean my tongue with a tongue cleaner. Then I would take the toothpaste, apply it on my toothbrush, and start brushing my teeth. Now, if you discount the flossing and the tongue cleaning in the process, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge you or I'm going to fight you when it comes to brushing my teeth. So before I brush my teeth, let's say if I have to shave, what I would do is I would take the shaving cream, I would let my face soak on it, apply it, soak on it, then I would brush my teeth, then I would shave. But now, if, if you bypass that shaving, pro, the, the, the lather process, I'm gonna, you're going to have a tough time. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to cooperate. I mean, you're going to have a tough time getting me to participate. So I think that understanding the seniors' ritual is very, very important. I think one of the things I would ask you, Andrew, is, you know, kind of like sit down, take a pencil and a paper and try to write your ritual every single day, the, way, the steps you go through. And I think I can comfortably say that there's a very good chance that 97% of the time you actually follow the same routine. I would say I probably do. And I would say that this also probably happens often when we bring our loved ones into our home to care for them. And then we impose what is normal, our normal routine on their lives. And then it becomes difficult to care for them. Yeah. yeah. Because they're not in their ritual and routine. Yeah. True. True. So do you think that these uh, routines and rituals are significant to one's daily lives when you're living with Alzheimer's disease? I think so. I think it's very, very important because uh, number one, you know, if, uh, if you understand my ritual, then I participate better in any activities of daily living. So if, if I don't follow the routine that I did, again, the routine is also a pattern that my brain have registered and that, is, that doesn't go, go away fast. Even with Alzheimer's disease, you know, I, I, I tend to follow that pattern. And uh, let's say that if I don't cooperate with you, you know, with, uh, with brushing my teeth or shaving or dressing, then there's a good chance that you think that I need help and you would refer me to therapy. Yes. Right? In <laughs> yes. reality, I don't need help. It's just that you may have distracted me from my routine. And if you put me back in my routine, there's a good chance that I would, I would do what I'm supposed to do that, that morning. So I think it's, it's very relevant. You know, same thing with uh, uh, having breakfast and lunch and dinner. You know, I, I like my cup of coffee a certain way, placed on the table a certain way, you know, my spoon and fork a certain way. And uh, I would not, I will, I know that the, I, I know a lot of my friends who like to eat dessert first now. Oh. And even uh, jump before they would try the entree. <laughs> There's no way you would actually can get me to have dessert first. No way. You know, to me, it has to be soup, salad, entree. And I'm not a big dessert eater because I don't, I, 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 you know, even though I love chocolates, I have, I have conditioned my body not to eat chocolates uh, or anything sugary. So I, I, may, I may not eat the dessert. Um, there's a way that I always place my orange juice on my right side. I don't put it on my left. You know, my cup of coffee is always ahead in the front of the plate. I always reach forward. So if the, if the cup of coffee is to the right, that really could annoy me and frustrate me. And later on, 
if the food that I'm tasting and I've lost my taste buds, I cannot taste the food. And I, even though the food is delicious visually, it's not tasting good. Now my coffee's on the right side, which annoys me. Now the food is not tasting good, further annoys me. Wow. So little, little stuff does matter. Um, and so it's important. It's really important to uh, know one's uh, uh, habit, routine. And I think uh, before we care someone um, with Alzheimer's disease, I, I really think that we have to understand their routine, their rituals. Um, and, and sometimes it's not uh, practical or possible for adult children to know their parents' routines or rituals. I wouldn't know mine. You know, not from start to finish. There we go. Yes, absolutely. And 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 for you know, even my children, like for example, right? I mean, they're not in my bedroom when I'm getting up in the morning. Right, right, they right. They wouldn't know exactly what I do. No. You know, when you when we're traveling and we're stay, staying in a hotel room or on a home, they may have some insight into what we do. Yeah, um, but so, not the personal things, exactly. you know, those personal routines that we establish over all those years. N not many people will know those. No, they wouldn't. So it's, it's you know, it, it's definitely challenging to get gather that information uh, during uh, an assessment. But I think if, if you're not able to do it the first day, I would continue. To, I will not. I, I'll not give up. Um, I'll continue to seek that information, you know, for at least a few months. Because uh, there's uh, in bits and pieces, you, you'll get information that you actually can, you know, that can solve the puzzle that you're working, you know, to solve. Um, so over time, I think you'll be able to gather some information. Um, in my mind, I think rituals are very important. I think rituals are very important as well. And now I feel like we should all write down um, our rituals. So <laughs> when our future comes, people know exactly how we need to be cared for. So thank you. Thank you very much for that. Thanks thank for you. having me. Thank you for listening. Be sure to visit us at www.okra.com for more great content.